With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Pop Prism Power Podcast. Podcast. And this is where we talk about pop culture for an hour and a half, maybe more, maybe less, you never know. But you guys are listening to us, so I guess that says something. Yeah, so you guys must like it. I don't know. (laughs) Joining me here today from House G is Elora. And since we really didn't watch anything because we were busy preparing for Elora's wedding, we are just going to talk about news because a lot of things happened and you guys should know about it and we want to talk about it. And there's going to be a little bit of rant about a certain poster, but we can at least keep you up to date on stuff, even if we are being a little lazy and slacking on our viewing. But next week we should have a lot to talk about. Oh yeah. In regards to watching stuff. Oh Yeah. We both need to step up our game. But now that Elora is married, um, she'll have more time. <laughs> All right, here we go. I'll start off. News time. We actually had uh, two actresses who are coming back to franchises that um, helped out their careers. So we have Linda Hamilton, who is coming back to the Terminator franchise. Woo woo! Yes! Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. It makes me a little bit sad because they're completely, like, gonna ignore the fact that Terminator Genesis happened. And I know they yeah. really didn't like um, em- Emilia Clark and they were gonna kick her out because she didn't bring enough money, whatever. Anyways, the fact is that James Cameron is attached to the project um, and Arnold Schwarzenegger is definitely Returning. coming back. He's no longer governor, so he can make movies. Yeah. And he'll be back. He'll be back. (laughs) And Linda Hamilton is going to come back after 25 years of, you know, what was it? Terminator Judgment Day? Yeah, which is really exciting because for me, I, my brother and I used to watch those movies like they were going out Mm -hmm. of freaking style. Mm -hmm. So to have her come back, she's such a, a huge part of the series for me. Iconic. Yeah. Iconic. When I think Sarah Connor, I think, think of, of her. Think of her. I yeah. don't think of anyone else. So, they're going to jump right back in. It's going to be a direct sequel to the Judgment Day movie. So, everything else that happened in between is just... So, T3... Well, T3 happened in, kind of in the future, right? Yeah. But okay. Like, so, those are not... 
I don't think those are canon anymore. Huh. I think we're starting, we're rebooting. T3 from... wasn't a bad movie. It wasn't awful. Was that the one with Christian Bale? No, that uh, was Terminator Salvation Day. Right. So that's even, not even canon anymore, definitely. Right. Alright. T3 was the one with the female Terminator. Oh! Um, that one chick, I remember her. Well, she wasn't in anything after that, that I feel like no, I remember. But she was really badass. <clears throat> yeah. I liked her a lot. I felt like that movie wasn't bad, but at the same time... It didn't really do anything. Yeah, I don't know. It yeah. didn't. Uh, so James Cameron actually made the announcement at a private event, and he said, as meaningful as she was to gender and action stars everywhere back then, it's going to make a huge statement to have that season warrior um, that she's become return. So, you know, I think it's pretty awesome. We're all very excited, and it's, you know, it's time. It's time. Yeah. You know, we have all these aging action stars. It's time to bring a more older, wiser, mature Sarah Connor. Well, and, like, think about it, too. Yeah, like, we've had Rambo movies. We've had movies, um, we've had Rocky Balboa movies. And you have an aging Sylvester Stallone, and and you have other movies where the action stars are aging and they're getting older. So why not But you don't have the female action stars, you know? They're always the hot piece of... Excuse this phrase. Excuse this phrase. You always have the hot piece of ass... In the movie. Yeah. And they don't want the older actresses. So this is pretty cool It, it because she was, she was such a badass in these movies. I think it's going to be really cool to have her back. I think we're moving, well, some studios are moving towards a new era, but we'll see. But then they also announced um, that Jamie Lee Curtis is returning to the Halloween franchise. Yeah, And this is the thing that start, jump-started her career. Yeah. So it's pretty, like, coming full circle that, you know, she's going to be in it. And um, so it's going to be, that movie, um, the Halloween movie, is going to be released October 19th of 2018. So That's so exciting I because I feel like all of the ones with Jamie Lee Curtis in them are really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like horror films, but I'll watch, I'll watch it Nightmare. with Jamie Lee yeah. Curtis. Well, not Nightmare on Elm Street. I, I get them mixed up, but. Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. Well, because the old Nightmare on Elm Streets were really good, too. But then you get into the Freddy vs. Jason stuff, and it's too That's much. Stuff was, I didn't really like the mashups. The only mashups I liked was Alien versus Predator. Me, too. Oh, it's a good movie, okay. Those were really Those good were movies. Really good. Uh, so David Gordon Green uh, is going to be writing this script along with Danny McBride. That's interesting. Yeah, it, yeah, I saw that and I was like, wait, is that the same Danny McBride? It is. So, uh, I'm really excited. I think that this is going to be a new thing, and I hope it, it catches on. Who else could they bring back? That's it. <laughs> Johnny Depp in Nightmare on Elm Street, but I'm no, pretty sure he died. But, like, female action stars from yeah. back in the 80s? That's it. <laughs> I'll have to sit on it and think about it, because there are more. Yeah, there should be more. There are more. Ideally, there should be more. Oh! Mm, Diane, Diane Lane was in Judge Dredd. Sigourney Weaver. Oh, but Sigourney Weaver has been pretty active. Pretty active, yeah. Pretty active. Um, in in her, wait, not in her franchises? No, not in Alien, right? No, she, she no. hasn't. But I can't remember. I don't think she died. 
I can't remember. It's been so long since I've seen those movies. But the timeline for Alien now is so scrambled. Like, I don't even know if they're prequels or sequels or whatever they are. Well, they are because the the two newest ones that came out. They're prequels? Yeah, so. Prometheus was. Prometheus was the first first. Well, which one came out first? It was Prometheus and there was that other one. Covenant? Covenant. So Prometheus came first. Covenant is the Second. sequel, and that's how the the aliens that we know them came to be, okay. is in Covenant, and then it leads into Alien, and then Aliens. So there's no possible way for Sigourney Weaver to come back, unless, unless they, they do, do a like, direct sequel to. I think the third one was Alien, uh, not Alien versus Predator. Uh, there was a third one. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's a possibility. There's po- I think so. I can't remember if she dies at the end of the third one, so I could just really be mis- misspeaking. Enlighten us, people. Does she die or she live? We don't know. Does Sigourney Weaver die? I don't know what other action stars in the 80s there were. I don't know. I love 80s action movies. I do. Like, I wish John Cobb and Dan would do another a movie. Kid. He was pretty good in that Expendables movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, Expendables. I hope they still... I thought they were going to make an all-female Expendables movie, and that never happened. We're getting Ocean's 11 or 12. What, what is it? Ocean's... Whatever, the one with... 11 all the, with all the women, right? With all the women. I'm yeah. excited for that. I'm really excited for that. So, go female empowerment? <laughs> what? Ripley does die in Alien 3. God damn it, but nowadays, nowadays. No, but she legit had to, like, sacrifice herself, so I think it, it, it will stick with the timeline. I feel like, okay, every other movie that's great, that says this is a direct sequel to the first movie and everything else is not canon, I can live with that. But if they do that to Alien, I don't think I can live with that. So maybe it's best that they keep it that way and they don't bring Sigourney Weaver back alive. No? No, so she had to sacrifice herself. Um, cause so she was, done. she was hosting a baby alien queen and she throws herself into a furnace as it jumps from her chest and then she grabs it and goes into the furnace. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well. Bruh. In that case, the Gordy Weaver cannot come back. No, she can't. <laughs> so I scratch what I said, but I can't think of any other ones. No, but Linda Hamilton and... Jamie Lee Curtis coming back. I'm game. I'll take it. Yeah, I'm in for it. I'm ready, guys. Let's do this. So, that's my tidbit, my first tidbit. You can go ahead and take it away from here. All right. So, uh, we're talking about things things that are coming, right? <laughs> that's what she said. Ah. Um, so, <clears throat> we were talking about it last episode um, on how It is going to have a sequel the movie was always intended to have a sequel because they did it as Chapter 1 and Chapter 2. Chapter 1 takes place in the 80s with all the kids. Should have been in the 50s, but whatever. Um, but takes place in the 80s when the, the people were kids. And then Chapter 2 is going to be when they're an adult, 27, well, I don't know, like 20, about 27, 30 years later, when um, it returns to Feast on Dairy. So we have a, a release date. And Chapter 2 is going to be released on September 6th in 2019. It's a long time from now. And so, as of this date, the first It movie is now the most successful horror movie of all time, beating out The Exorcist, which, for the longest time, has been the top-ranking horror movie. Yeah. 
So we have a release date for it. That's crazy. Like, I mean, I would never see that movie, but people who have seen it, they mm. liked it. So I, I do want to see it. I think I wouldn't watch it at night. Oh, no. <laughs> we can no. watch it on, like, an, a Saturday morning or something. <laughs> the first showing of it. <laughs> yeah. Not in a theater because it's too dark. Oh, hell no. No no, 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 no. We'll rent it when it comes to Redbox, and we will watch it on, like, a Saturday morning when there are birds chirping. Okay. Don't cringe. <laughs> I'm cringing. Oh, God. Okay. Do it. Do it for the... Do it for the love of movies. Yeah. Okay. I got this, guys. It's supposed to just... It's supposed to be very good. The, the ch- child actors in it are supposed to be amazing. It's got one of the kids from Stranger Things in it. Like, it's just supposed to be a very good movie. I mean, so. I wouldn't mind. I guess I should see it just to say I saw it, but I mean, I'm not going to enjoy it. I think if it didn't do as well as it's been doing, I wouldn't be tempted. Yeah. Um, but the fact that it is sweeping everything and everybody that I've talked to that's seen it, not that they've loved it, but they've at least said it, that it's a good movie. Because I have talked to a couple people that said it wasn't the best, but it was still good enough to go see it. <clears throat> I think. I guess that's in the books then. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then so I can also talk about something else that's coming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, things that are coming and going from Netflix. Again, I say this every week or whenever, however often I talk about these things. It's not an all-inclusive list. Uh, if you would like to see more, they do have list posts online. These are things that just stuck out to me. So on our coming list, we have Blood Diamond, Boogie Nights, Eyes Wide Shut, I Love You Man, Miss Congeniality 1 and 2, Penelope. My favorite movie. Penelope? Oh, God, that's such a, such a good movie. I've never seen you, it, but it's the one with Christina Ricci where she has a little piggy nose, you've right? You've never seen Penelope? Mm-mm. Yes, yes. We have to watch that. Okay. That's a really good movie. James McAvee's in it, too. Oh, oh my yeah. God. He is so dreamy. No, that's it. We have to okay. watch it. Uh, Tommy Boy, which you know is mm-hmm. a very sentimental movie, which sounds really weird that a Chris Farley movie would be sentimental, but okay. uh, The Cult of Chucky... Donnie Darko, which this is going to be real bad for me to admit. I've never actually seen Donnie Darko. So me neither. I, I'm kind of excited that it's coming on Netflix because I would like to see it. I think Eric has even seen it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you've seen it and you haven't seen it, yeah. there's something wrong there. So need to watch Donnie Darko. Um, Talladega Nights. You know, typical Will Ferrell, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um Meet the Robinsons, which That's I think a really is good movie. such an underrated Disney movie. Yes, I've yes. actually been wanting to to have it come on Netflix because I I always tell Joe uh, Eric the joke about the dinosaur. I have a big head and little arms, that, and he doesn't that's get it. The original like T Rex joke, right? Like, it started it all. Like, yep, way ahead of its time. Way ahead of its time. Uh, so we also have. The Mist, season one, which um, I think this is the, the series that is starring um, one of the ladies from Vikings. She played Aslog on Vikings. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Kings. Oh, okay. Um, we also have The Hateful Eight, which I actually think is already on Hulu anyway. <laughs> and then Stranger Things Season 2. Towards excited? the middle of October. I am excited. Okay. I'm very excited. The trailer looked real creepy. And, like, I've, I've talked about the news already where the, it's supposed to be a lot darker yeah. of a season. Yeah, Um, Leaving Netflix, there's a lot more than this. Like, they're taking off all of... It looks like they're taking off all of Family Guy throughout the month. Um, and a couple other things. Cleveland Show, things like that. Not as... as uh, News making is the ones I'm about to name for me. Across the Universe. Mm. Love that movie. Big Daddy. Happy Feet. Hellboy. Love Actually. What? They're taking off all of Malcolm in the Middle. Those are all Fox shows, right? Yep. That means they're going to go on Hulu. Yep. Okay. All right. So they're not... We're not totally losing them. They're... Gone, but not forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> One Tree Hill. I don't have that listed here, but I know I saw One Tree Hill is leaving. <laughs> Why? Like, we talked about all of 30 Rock is Why leaving. Why is there an injustice in the world where you take One Tree Hill away? How dare you? Oh, my God. <laughs> Why? Oh, my God. Why? Uh, we're also losing Million Dollar Baby, Mortal Kombat, uh, The Shining, and Hotel Transylvania 2, which actually is quite a cute movie. I you didn't like it. I liked Hotel Transylvania. It wasn't as cute as the first one, but it was still cute. Okay. I thought you didn't like it. No, it just wasn't as good as the first one. Okay. First one was really, for me, really good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I like them both. I don't know. The second one's cute, though, because they get married and they have a kid. They have a kid. I don't know why, but I'm always happy when people get married and have kids. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> After I said it, you knew what I was talking about. Oh my god! I do not say blah blah blah. <laughs> Murdoch's oh coming to save you. He thinks you're dying. Okay, I'm not dying. It's okay. I'm alive. Um, and then I'll talk about one more thing. Uh, we have a couple anniversaries that I thought were important to name. So some of the anniversaries that were noteworthy. I'll start from the youngest. Shaun of the Dead is 13 years old. Um, Spirited Away is 16 years old, right? Um, GameCube, the Nintendo GameCube is 16 years old. Okay. And then now we're, we're jumping. The Princess Bride is 30 years old. Holy Jesus! And even older, Scooby-Doo. Oh my god. Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? The TV series that everybody in their mom grew up watching. 48 years old. So those are some uh, noteworthy anniversaries that I have to mention. I can't believe Scooby-Doo is 48 years old. Like, what the hell? Eric and I couldn't believe it either. We were actually talking about it. We watched uh, the intro because the video that I pulled this off of had the intro on it. And we were both singing it and everything. Oh, my God. Make me feel old. Love making me feel old. Hanna-Barbera. Oh, my God. Oh! All right jump into my stuff um get it so there was a um (laughs) (laughs) i like that you giggle angry giggle the poster and trailer for the new tomb raider movie came out and 
I'm a little angry. Why you mad, girl? Well, Why you mad? Angry, angry is an understatement. Cause okay, we talked about the strides that Wonder Woman made mm-hmm. as being marketed as a, you know what it, for what it was. They did not put Wonder Woman at all in that stupid, stupid pose that every other movie poster does for women, where they're looking like they're facing they're, the opposite direction and looking over their shoulder. And you can see the butt and everything. And what? this movie studio do they go for the typical pose where Alicia what I don't I can't pronounce her last name Vikander Vikander is that how you say it I don't, I don't know. know it looks like that but. um you know we can see her butt her neck is way too long it's just they they messed her up I'm like she's ah. she's a pretty She's a pretty actress, and it looks like, you know, she really took this role seriously, and she got all buff, but they made her look too... Her neck is not that long. No, but in now seeing the poster, I feel like her butt is not the main focus. Yes, it is there, and yes, she's doing the stupid pose, but I feel like her butt is downplayed. Somewhat. But they could have fixed her butt. I mean, her her neck. Yeah, I mean, she does giraffe croft over here. They could have done a whole different pose for Tomb Raider. Yeah, they could have. There's like a billion other ones that they could have done and they went with this Yeah, I mean, Tomb Raider has a bunch of iconic poses, you know, with the guns Uh, and stuff like that, but... It's just like utter disappointment. Utter disappointment. And and they are basing it off the reboot games. Yeah. Um, And I watched the trailer and it really felt like I was watching the video game kind of so it seems interesting i'm not keen on it i'm not impressed i just i'm like i don't know it's it's one of those things where i'm like i want it to do good but then i don't know how they're gonna butcher this up yeah and you know i actually really like the angelina jolie tomb raider movies i do too those are pretty darn good so you guys have a big shoes to fill I like it, though. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I'm interested, at least. I mean, like I said, yeah, it's bad that they put her in this pose, but I feel like it really accentuates the muscles in her arms. They made him way too buff. Yeah, she does look incredibly buff, and her neck does look very awkward, but I feel like her butt is downplayed. And it's not like they gave her a huge chest, too. Like, you can see... This sounds so ridiculous. You can see, like, the slight titty curve. <laughs> or slight Booby curve? Bumps? Bumps? Yeah, slight bumps, but it's not like they over-accentuated her chest either. Which is good. I mean, they're, yeah. they're, they're, like, they're doing good things. With I movie. mean, we're talking a Tomb Raider poster, but she doesn't have huge boobs, which is kind True. of a plus. It's true. Because in the games... She has huge boobs. She has huge boobs. Um, so I don't know. I feel like it's not as terrible as I was expecting it to be, and this is just not the trailer, but just the the poster. I feel like her butt is kind of downplayed. She's got her ice pick kind of covering it. She still has a butt there. There, I mean, yeah, there's still a butt, but it looks kind of flat. <laughs> is that is that a, a consolation? It looks a little flat. <laughs> We're butt shaving her they, down. But they down like they downplayed. Her most feminine feature. Well, what you would be considered feminine yeah. features on her poster. Well, 
I mean, I I'm playing devil's advocate. Anna. You are, you are, and you know what? I'll give him. I'll give him for actually really staying focused to the character and making her look like Laura Croft in yeah. the new video game. Um, down to the bandage and everything. So, I mean, I'm slightly impressed. I get. I'll wait and see. I may go see the movie in theaters. I may not. I'm probably. I not. probably am going to be a, a mouth breather and end up watching it in the theaters just because I can't like not go see it. I don't know. I'm interested. I'm, you know, I'll wait. I'll hold my judgment until more marketing comes out and see yeah. how to handle it. I do. I'm a big fan of this actress. I've only seen her in drama movies. I've never actually seen her in an action movie. Mm-hmm. She might be able to carry it well. I mean, Scarlett Johansson was a drama actress until she became Black Widow. So we'll see. Yeah. Will she pleasantly surprise me like Scarlett Johansson? That's up in the air. Hopefully. I'm hoping. Here's the hoping. But it's a good thing we kind of hold, held off on recording a new episode because I was really You angry. needed it. You needed a little while to marinate. Yeah, because I was really angry when it first came out and I was going to rip this a new one. But now I'm a little bit more calmer. I'm okay. You're right. Didn't focus too much. But they still did the damn pose. They did the stupid And it's pose. just, it makes me angry because there are a million more poses that it could have done. But you know what? You know what? People weren't happy with the new uh, Tomb Raider when she got rebooted, everybody yeah. thought that the video game character looked like a boy. Yeah. And now that I look back at it, I'm like, what were people thinking? Because she still was really pretty, and she looked really badass. Yeah. Um, tying her her bandage and stuff. I thought that was a really cool pose. But at that time, when that was released, there were a lot of people mad about it. So, you know what? I'll hold off my judgment. Fine. That's Anna's what we're making go very with. sassy hand movements I that you am. can't see. I am. I wish I could. She needs to do like a Z snap. I will. I will make sure to take out my attitude as episode. Check your attitude at the door before we record, Anna. I will. Ugh. Okay. Ugh. New casting news. So, Claire Foy, who is most famously known for playing Queen Elizabeth in The Crown, has been cast as the new Elizabeth Slander in the new reboot that Sony <laughs> is going to do. Um, and uh, Elizabeth Slander has been played by Nomi Rapace. Rapace? I can never... So we, there's a way to say it, and I never say it right. And um, Rooney Mara. And Rooney right? Mara, yeah. So Naomi played it in the Swedish version, and Rooney Rooney played uh, Lizbeth in the American version. And I loved them both because they played Lizbeth differently. And I've done very well, very well. I like them both for what they are. I like the Swedish version. I like the English version. I'm really sad that they didn't carry on with the Rooney Mara Lisbeth because she really dedicated herself to that character. Mm-hmm. And I thought that she and Daniel Craig had really good chemistry and I was really excited to see the second and third movie be done by them. And now they're completely scrapping everything. They are going to jump into uh, the girl... Uh, Girl in the Spider's Web, which will be the first movie adaptation, movie, English movie adaptation of the book. So there's not going to be a Swedish one first. It's going to be directly English. And this is... Um, Do we know sequentially where this book falls? This is the fourth book. Um, so 
I don't know if you know this, but the author had an idea for five books, but he died after um, the third book was published, I believe. Um, so the other books just were never finished. So the their family allowed for this other author to continue the series. Um, and I don't feel like it is part of that universe. I mean, they yeah. use Lizbeth, they use... Um, all the other characters, I just don't see it as it being part of the Dragon trilogy. Yeah. So, it is part of that Lisbeth Slander storyline, story line, but I it's gonna be straight up from the spider's web, and I don't remember what that book was about. Um, I really didn't pay attention. I don't want to read it. I don't want my brain to be filled with that book after reading those three books, which are already so good. Yeah. Uh, so Claire Foy is going to take over, and I'm interested to see how she's going to play it. I can't see her pulling off all those piercings and tattoos and the hair, but she might surprise me. It'll be it'll be interesting going from playing a queen to... Yeah, this yeah. Bat, who by far, to me, is one of the most badass characters in a book series um, because she was so vulnerable but she still, like, figured out a way to get revenge back on all these people that, like, destroyed her and tried to, like, ruin her. Um, so, I don't know. We'll see. They, you know, the screenplay is going to be written by Stephen Knight along with, um, I believe, the director. And uh, it's slated to come out October 19th of 2018. I'll be too busy watching Stranger Things, too. Right. Um... I think they picked a better date than the last one because the girl, uh, the girl with the dragon tattoo, the American version, came out in December. So it was kind of an odd month for it to come out because it was Christmas season, and you were gonna go see this movie that's pretty dark, yeah, and brutal. It wasn't a good family movie, or movie to go see during the holidays. Right. Um. So I think that's why it also didn't do well. Uh. And you know, the sweetest version had already come out, and everybody who had read the book have seen that version anyways. I don't know. We'll see how well it does, if it does well. I'm really interested to see Claire as Lisbeth. To see her play a, a 180 from... Yeah, yeah. because when Rooney Mara was... Uh Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Um, when she debuted her look as Lizbeth, I was completely, like, surprised and, like, all for it. Yeah. Because she really looked at the character and stuff. And she did all those piercings in one day. Like, that yeah. was pretty And intense. they were real. Yeah, because she did the eyebrow, the nose, 
the lip, her chest area, everything. Her nipples. Yeah, like she did it all in one day. We can say nipples. <laughs> nipples. I can't say it without laughing. Nipples, Santa. <laughs> uh, well, we'll see what happens with that. The Girl in the Spider's Web. There is a new book coming out as well. Mm. Uh, again, I'm. I don't think I'm ever going to sit down and read them. I think that for me, that that series ends with the girl who kicked the hornet's nest. Yeah, I believe that's the name of the third book. I could be wrong. Yeah, no, I, that sounds familiar. That's it. Okay, uh, that's where it ends for me. All of this is like a whole completely new book series with just the same same characters. characters. Yeah, yeah, which it is entirely. Um, his writing style definitely was not like the author's, uh, and, you know, people have their opinions about it, but they said that this book was still good enough to be considered part of the book series, but to me, it ends there, we're done. Well, that's such a hard thing to do, is pick up someone's writing style, unless you already write. It's, it's a very unique thing, and it's an art, and, yeah. Yeah, like, it just, and the fact that he's not alive... To guide this new author, right. it's even harder because they're just going off outlines and ideas that he had, and they're, he's pulling them in maybe different directions than what the author actually wanted. And I I honestly was a big fan of the two main characters in that book series, mm-hmm. where I've always wanted to know what happens to them afterwards, but not enough to read these books. And that, could you imagine... If someone else picked up George R. R. Martin's work, they could never. It would be so hard. Yeah, like I, I wouldn't. It, <laughs> no, no, no. It'd be a no because yeah. George R. R. Martin writes within layers, within layers, within layers. I don't think anyone could ever, ever beat that. So that's my answer to that. No, <laughs> no, no. And it's funny you bring up George R. R. Martin because, wow, good segue, there is a fifth Game of Thrones prequel in production, or in development. Yes. So, Brian Cogman, who is a co-executive producer of the show, he's written three episodes. He wrote Stormborn, The Laws of Gods and Men, and Kissed by Fire. Um, he is actually working on a fifth prequel, and George R. R. Martin uh, is actually a little bit involved with this one more than the other ones, mm-hmm. because he and Brian have such a good relationship. Like, Brian is, he started out as an assistant when the, fir- when the show first started, and he's been one that knows more about canon than even George R. R. Martin, because, you know, he's forgotten most of the stuff, but he is really... He is deep into the show and yeah. the lore and everything. So he's developing another prequel. Um, we don't have any specific story details for it. All we know is that they they have the prequels going. They did they did release um, an animated series. Um, I think it's on HBO. Obviously, it's on HBO about Amon Targaryen, oh, really? the one who took over. Was is that the history? Because I've seen something. that pop up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on Facebook a couple times, but I haven't watched it. I didn't realize it was actually by HBO. Yeah, and I'm not sure if that counts as a prequel. 
but it's one of the things that they're releasing. Not a lot of people know about it. Um, we already do know <laughs> that there will be no Robert's Rebellion prequel. I don't care that we already know everything. I want to see it in action. Right. Like, Seeing it is different than hearing about it. Yeah. Like, I need to see Robert and Rhaegar fighting yeah. to the death. Like, I don't know. Just call me weird, but I need to see them screen. Um, and the Dunkin' Egg Tales are also not going to be used because they're still being written. <laughs> what is George R. R. Martin not writing right now, honestly? So That makes me sad. I know. We get nothing. We get There's nothing good in this world because we don't get Robert's Rebellion, and I will always bring this up. But. That would be such an epic prequel to do, too. I think so. I think... I think Game of Thrones is at a certain level. Bringing that in would push it up to such a higher level. Yeah. Because it's really interesting to see that. Like, we know everything that started Game of Thrones, but... I mean, they kind of toss you in in the calm before the storm. Mm-hmm. Or the calm in between the storms, I guess. But that's not the big storm. The yeah. The big storm that caused all everything. This. I think I'd be interested. I'd be really interested. I really want to know who Rhaegar Targaryen is. That's how I feel about it. Because... I want to see him give Lyanna the crown of blue roses. So romantic! Justice for Elia Martel. Bullshit. So, I gotta say it. Long live Lyanna. And Rhaegar. And Rhaegar. Oh my god. R plus L. Equals J. R plus L forever. Oh my god. Oh. Oh. That's how I feel about it. Anyways, back to the studio. Back to the studio with you. Um, (laughs) So I've got a little bit of comic book news, and this is really exciting to me. Might not be exciting to anybody else, but it's a big deal to me. Um, Jean Grey famous from the X-Men, is going to be returning to the comic book series. Uh, Jean Grey has been dead in the Marvel Universe um, after her passing in New X-Men way back in 2003. They haven't resurrected her at all. Um, Jean Grey is famously known as Jean Grey and the Phoenix um, when she comes in contact with the Phoenix Force. And they decided that in in December, Jean Grey is going to be returning for a five-issue miniseries that they're calling Phoenix Resurrection, The Return of Jean Grey, which I'm really excited about. That's exciting. Um, there is, in the current universe, there's a version of Jean Grey, but this Jean Grey is just a teenager, and she doesn't have any connection to the Phoenix Force. So it's not Jean Grey as X-Men fan- fans know her famously. It's a different version of Jean Grey, so it'll be interesting to see how the resurrected Jean Grey, who is the Phoenix, interacts with this current version of Jean Grey. Because they they could potentially interact. Um, and what else was cool is they did a bunch of variant covers, or they're going to be doing a bunch of variant covers for this miniseries on other comics. So I saw one that was like Spider Gwen with a phoenix behind her, and she was all she looked all evil. And That's then there was a, a Venom one, um, Wolverine, which is X twenty three, not Old Man Wolverine, and um, a couple of the other characters. So I'm excited. I really like Phoenix. 
I grew up watching the 90s X-Men cartoon, and that Phoenix storyline played a really big role in the 90s cartoon. Um, so, I, I, Jean Grey as Phoenix is a badass, so I'm excited for her to be coming back. Yeah. My god, I didn't know she was dead. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm way behind on this, but wow. I'm yeah. glad that they're bringing her back. And they, they hinted, they're like, there's gonna be action and romance and X-Men as you know it. So, like, yeah. And, you know, she famously is in a relationship with Cyclops. Uh, yeah. Scott Summers. Yeah. So, are they going to rekindle their flame? Oh my God, I hope so. But it's only five issues. What? <laughs> so, are she going to stick around? Are they going to get rid of her again? What are they going to do? Is it possible they're testing the waters to see if we like Jean Grey again? Could be. I, I mean, mean, I don't know what X-Men fan doesn't particularly like Jean Grey. Yeah. Because I feel like she... Her as the Phoenix and that whole Phoenix saga um, is a big thing. It's a big part of X-Men. Yeah. I I wouldn't... I, that's why I'm shocked that she's dead. I, yeah. Why would you kill off a character like that? She's she's pretty up there with um, Charles and Magneto, mm-hmm. for me at least. Cause yeah, she's pretty iconic. Storm as well. But, yeah. Mm, okay. All right. Well, yeah. I ship it. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm so ready. December can't come fast enough. So, um, and then the last bit of little news here, I, um, there's a Japanese website called Goo that's famous for ranking things in just ranking things among Japanese people. So Goo had Japanese fans rank the 50 most grotesque anime. And uh, I just thought it was interesting reading through it because some of these I didn't think is being that gruesome. Um, but among them are Elfin Lied, which is disgustingly gruesome, um, Gunslinger Girl, Ninja Scroll, Happy Tree Friends, which makes me laugh because Happy Tree Friends isn't really an anime to me. That show. That show's fuck bad. You up, yeah. Man. <laughs> I, I don't like that show one bit. Yeah. Um, Bacano. Future Diary, which is one that I've heard is very gruesome. Um, Black Lagoon. Parasite, which I've heard really good things about, but it is a horror anime. You have to look it up. The concept for it is really creepy. Really creepy. I kind of want to watch it. Like, when you think Parasite, what do you think? It's like a thing. Like a parasite. Yeah. Um, And also there was Fist of the North Star. And then the top two, number two was Tokyo Ghoul. And number one was Attack on Titan. I feel like I've seen way more gruesome anime than that. But I don't know. A Tokyo Ghoul, I feel like it is pretty gruesome, but it's not It's not that bad. And then same thing with Attack on Titan. Like, yeah, you see people getting eaten, but it's not that bad. I've seen snippets of Attack on Titan, and it's not a show that I would particularly want to watch. If we're being totally honest, TBH right now. I watched the entire... I haven't watched season two, but I watched the entirety of season one. You did. And it was kind of a struggle. Like, it was... I don't think it lives up all to all the hype that everybody thinks it lives up to. I think that it's okay, and it's worth a watch just to kind of see what everybody's talking about, but at the same time, I don't know. I have an Attack on Titan shirt. But it has a chibi Attack on Titan characters on it, so it's cute. But, like, you're not going to catch me walking around in a scout cape. Scout regiment cape. 
I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, I think it's really, it, I think for me, it's too mainstream. Yeah. I don't know, but apparently it's very gruesome, so there must be something going on there. I don't know. I mean, it isn't, an, like, you see someone get their hand bit off, and you see people get but torn in nothing. half. Okay. And, like, then you see Aaron in one of the Titans' stomachs. And I guess the Titans are pretty creepy in concept. And I guess you see people squished. But I don't, I wouldn't call it the number one most gruesome anime. Yeah, I feel like no. Elfin Lied was pretty, it was a lot worse. I feel like Elfin Lied was a lot worse. You I, haven't seen, Elfin Lied's pretty bad. I haven't. But I just, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, I also don't think that Attack on Titan would be considered the most gruesome. Yeah. And like, same thing Tokyo Ghoul, like, there's a lot of blood, but it's not, I wouldn't call it grotesque or like really gruesome. I don't mm. know, the concept's kind of interesting, but I don't know. I still wouldn't call it grotesque. Mm. So maybe I need to look in and see like what their description of something being grotesque was to really get a grasp on why they ranked them this way. Yeah. I don't know. I I I've watched animes where they get stabbed a billion times and eaten by aliens in a pretty grotesque way, but I wouldn't consider them, like, incredibly grotesque. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway. Well, okay. That was the, that was the poll. I just found it interesting. It is interesting. And it's, it's fitting since it's around Halloween time. I don't know. Maybe I'll make a poll and ask which, which... Anime do you find the most grotesque? Yeah. We'll find out. So, what are you excited for in this news-filled week? Hmm. I'm excited for sure about Jean Grey coming back to X-Men, but that's kind of in the future there, a little ways. I mean, not too far as December. We're almost there. Um, I, I, I don't know. I'm not too particularly super stoked on the things that we discussed. I'm trying to think of th- other things in general. I'm excited because in a couple weeks we're going to go see the live-action Tokyo Ghoul. I'm excited for that, too. In theaters, which I've heard is the best live-action anime adaptation. But that's still, you know, <laughs> two weeks away. So, <laughs> or more. Probably more. Um, but I don't know. There's not too much that I'm excited about right now. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty neutral. You're pretty... Pretty mellowed out? Pretty mellow. Whoa. I mean, it might be due to the fact that I just got married, and I, I don't know, stuff pales in comparison to that excitement. That's but. true. It's true. Well, I was a bridesmaid, so I had a pretty exciting week, too. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> what am I excited for? Um, I'm excited to go see Mother. We did talk about that. I want to go see that, too. I actually read a review for it today that sounded really good. Yeah, like, everyone's hating on it, but... I feel, I honestly feel the people who are hating on it haven't seen a Darren Afrosky movie. Yeah. So they're automatically like, oh, this shit is the worst or it's bad. And like, you, you have to go in knowing that you're going to go see this type of movie. Yeah. So it's like, you're. It's a mind fuck. Yeah. It's totally, it's a, yeah, it's like M. Night Shyamalan movies. You either get them and you like them or you You totally hate them. Exactly. Yeah. And after Black, okay, fine. Black Swan was a little bit more, like, mainstreamish for him. Yeah. It was an Oscar bait movie, whatever. But if you've seen Requiem for a Dream, if you've seen The Fountain, 
Um, oh my god, he did the fountain. He did the fountain. That movie was so good. Thank you. Yes, I love that movie uh, so freaking much. Like I, that's one of the movies that Hugh I Hugh Jackman, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. And Rachel, Rachel Weisz. Yeah, yeah. They were pretty freaking fantastic in that movie. So my, I'm in the mindset where I'm like, I'm already prepared to be shocked. Anna's right mind is ready to get fucked. Yeah. 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 Like I'm ready because. I'm ready for it, Darren Aronofsky. Yes, come at me, bro. Like, I don't know. But I'm very excited for this movie, so we need to actually settle on a date to go see that. Yeah, I would like to go see that. Um, The new Maze Runner Death Cure trailer came out, and uh, I am recently have become a Dylan O'Brien fangirl. (laughs) After American Assassin, I just, I, I love him. I love him. So... Out of all the YA movies that have come out, Maze Runner was the one that I was incredibly impressed with. And it may have just been because they used the song by Woodkid, Run Boy Run, which is very fitting. But that movie was very good. I didn't watch the second movie, but Littlefinger was in there. I can't see him as anything other than Littlefinger, so to me that has no impact. Yeah, I mean... I think that's why I didn't watch it because I couldn't take it seriously. <laughs> but I did, I did. Oh my gosh. What's the main character's name? Hold on. I just realized that I was in the presence of Dylan O'Brien. Oh my. <laughs> oh, good lord. I just realized that at Comic Con that one year where I got to Hall H, they showed the trailer there. So I was in the same room but at with the time, Dylan O'Brien. You didn't care. I did, oh my god. <gasps> What's the uh, main I'm, character in Maze Runner's name? I must call Jordan. Um, uh, hold on, let me look at it. She has to look it up. I don't know. I didn't read the book. And his name is Thomas. Oh. His name is Thomas. 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 You need to run through the maze. All I can... He really does sound like that, though. Like, he cannot lose little fingers. All I'm going to picture him is going, Sansa, I mean Thomas. <laughs> you need to run. Run through the maze. He does say something where it's like, oh my god, that's little finger, isn't it? Because I wasn't, I didn't watch the trailer. I listened to it. Santa. <laughs> <laughs> I will. <laughs> wow. Wow. That came out. <laughs> wow. Oh the way he says her name. Sansa. <laughs> Chaos. This is a, what is it? Chaos is not a ladder. It's a pit. I can't say it like little finger. I'm sorry. What? When he says chaos is all... Chaos is a ladder. Sasa. 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 Well, now that I realize that I was in the same pre- I was in the same room as Dylan O'Brien, I am literally dying right now. Uh, Danny coming back to the Mindy Project. Danny Castellano is going to come back to the Mindy Project. So oh. excited, even though he ru- they ruined his character? Yes. Yes, because um, everything they're doing, obviously, is leading up to Danny coming back. Um, I didn't mention this because we didn't have a What We Watch section, but uh, Mindy actually, uh, she realized that she's not really into getting married. She, she liked the idea of it, but she doesn't like being married. So, uh, maybe I didn't mention it before, but she got married. Yeah. Did I mention it? So her and he new- wanted her to be a stay-at-home wife? No, 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 no. That's Danny. Oh, yeah. Okay, so at the end of season, 
the last season, um, she fell for um, a male nurse, and uh, they ended up getting married. And so the new season opens, and she's just, like, not really there as a wife. Uh, and so her husband, Ben, is like, well, I think we should get a divorce. And she's like, okay. Like, she's completely like, fine. Yeah. And it's like, wow, I thought there was going to be more of an argument. And she's like, I'm sorry. Like, I I think I like the idea of being married, but I don't want to be married. So now it's, like, all alluding to Danny coming back. Because Danny's also getting a divorce. Because he got married. And it's like, oh my god! So he's gonna come in, super off her feet. I don't know. Yada, yada, yada. If they fix Danny as a character, I'll be okay with it. If they don't fix Danny as a character, then I don't. I won't be okay with it. Yeah. But I really like them together. Their their relationship falling apart was very realistic, though. So it's like, I I could see them never be together, and they just decide to, like, They're friends. friends. Yeah. So I could see that happening, too. But... I don't know. Let's give Mindy a happy ending. So I am really excited for that. And that's about it. (laughs) I feel like there aren't too many things that are coming out now to be, like, super stoked about. No, because Thor doesn't come out till November. Yeah. Really? 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 I don't know. Elora's making an ill face. That, That flame has kind of been stoked, like... Is that the phrase you stoke a f- no to stoke a fire no. means you're making a hotter doused I don't know why is it doused I don't know but it's I still haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy two like I don't know my Marvel flame is going out oh my god what I don't know I'm kind of burnt like I'm kind of burnt on those movies but Kate Blanchett, Blanchett yeah. I know. <laughs> Ah, uh, don't, don't, do, 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 me. I'm shook. <laughs> I'm shook. I mean, I, I guess I don't get burned out easily when it comes to those type of movies, but. Yeah, I mean, like, I still, I want to see Guardians of the Galaxy 2, but it's not, like, a huge drive. I feel like you could go on with your life with not watching it and still watch all the other movies. Well, I think, I think probably because. They Civil War came out, and then Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. You didn't watch, Doctor and I Strange. wasn't really interested in Doctor Strange, which is was then, which was a very well done movie in my opinion. Yeah, I just I didn't didn't seem interesting to me. Mm-hmm. And then next was Guardians of the Galaxy two, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like. I lost interest in Doctor... Like, I wasn't interested in seeing Doctor Strange, so then it was a long period of time before the next movie that I wanted to see came out. And I wanted to see Guardians of the Galaxy 2, but then, because so much time had passed... I'll be honest, I don't think Volume 2 is good. Mm. But I've been told... I've been told off for my opinion before. (laughs) Um, Well, you know, because it's wrong half the time. Well, I'm kidding. <laughs> true, but I think it was pretty... I, I don't think you're going to enjoy Volume 2 as much as you thought you would have before yeah. the movie came out. Yeah. I think you are going to find it... If I found it incredibly cheesy, you're going to find it triple cheesy. Amazing, because I like cheesy shit. Maybe. There is a scene... I, I swear, I, I just want you to see it for that one scene, so you, 
if, if, if you don't find it as ridiculous as I found it, well, then there must be something wrong with me, and I really am one of the people who didn't like that movie. But, I don't know. I don't know. It, did, it, it felt forced. To me, it felt forced, because the first movie felt really natural in the sense of everything that was happening. <laughs> Bless you. Uh, Sorry. And then the second movie, it felt like it wanted, it knew it had to make me laugh, so it was trying to make me laugh. Yeah. So, I don't know. Those are my opinions on volume two. But, I am excited for Thor. Yeah, I mean, I, mm, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. We'll have to see. You might enjoy it. I might, but at the same time, like, I'm not, I'm not stoked for it to come out, and I'm not dying to go see it in theaters. Well, are you still a Captain America fan? Well, yeah. Okay, just checking. Yeah. Just checking. Chris Evans would know what to do with himself if you gave up on him. Babelicious needs to be in another movie <laughs> to keep my interest. <laughs> uh, Infinity Ward? Yeah, but that's still a ways away. Another year, right? Next year? It's next year. Yeah. Because they're filming right now. Yeah. Mm. Well, I don't know. We'll see. Anyways, so that is what we're excited for. That is the news of the week. We actually had a lot more, but we took it out. Because it was going to be way too long. Yeah, so we're going to include that in next week's episode. Hopefully there's not a lot going on then. There shouldn't be. No, because we have like two weeks worth of stuff to talk about. Yeah. And a lot of stuff got released today too. Right. So um, we'll talk more about what's going on in the world of pop culture. What's going on, guys? What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? Mm-hmm. What's good? Yeah. Did you hear that T-Swift got knocked down from number one by Cardi B? Ouch. I don't even know who that is. I don't know who that is either. But Bodak Yellow is apparently the number one song. I'm making a confused face because I don't know who that is. And so sorry, T-Swift. She has been dethroned. For the time being. For the time being. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway. Whatever. Whatever. Guys, thank you so much for staying tuned. Um, if you want to reach us, you can find us on social media at Pop Prism Power. That is Pop Prism Power. Power. You could find us um, on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. You could also email us at popprismpower at gmail.com. Because we don't use none of that Yahoo shit. We got Gmail up in this bitch. <laughs> I mean, does anyone use Yahoo? <laughs> well... Who am I kidding? I know people who are still using our AOL.com email address. So, <laughs> yeah. Hashtag no comment. Um, we did recently move podcast um, hosts, so we're no longer on SoundCloud. SoundCloud. So, um, I think after next month, you will only find about two episodes on SoundCloud. We, we are now on uh, Libsyn. Uh, so you can still find us on, um, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, iHeartRadio. We're still waiting on Spotify. We don't know. Hit us up, Spotify. Hit us up, please. Yo. And, um, just, you know, follow us, comment at us, uh, send us an email, uh, and we will see you again next week with our regularly planned schedule. And we'll have more stuff to talk about about what we watched. Because we're back to it. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.